What a blessing it is, and I just appreciate our worship teams so very much and all that they've done. Uh, We're here uh, to gather around some of these symbols of the season of Christmas, and uh, Miss Chris is going to help me a little bit here because I think this is so very important for all that we're thinking about. Isn't that a cute little baby? Yeah, that one won't cry either. Isn't that good? I just love the season of Christmas, and I imagine you do too, or you wouldn't be here. And there's so many things with the lights and the sounds and the music, and so many of these images uh, that run in our neighborhoods and all around us. Such a blessing. And some of the symbols uh, are clearly secular symbols. Uh, They don't have anything to do with Jesus whatsoever, but they're just really warm and fun and fuzzy and nice. Amen? Yeah, there's just some really, really good things about Christmas. And then other things are pointedly sacred, uh, and they almost, to the point, they seem almost out of place sometimes. You'll see the manger scene in a neighborhood, and you have to realize you cannot decipher the meaning of that scene without a guidebook called the Bible. I mean, if you were trying to explain it to someone who knew nothing, you would you have to say, well, I need to take you into the Gospel of Matthew and the Gospel of Luke to try to understand what that image, what that picture is all about. Some people work really hard at trying to bridge the gap between what I call uh, the sacred and uh, the secular. And, and there's a struggle. There's almost a, a rub and a clash that goes on at this time of year. We bemoan the commercialization of Christmas. And I remember when I first went to Israel, uh, some folks were saying, oh, I can't believe how commercial it is. And then as I learned more, I realized that it's always been commercial. Uh, Even in the time of Jesus, even at the birth of Jesus, the Magi stopped somewhere, probably in Petra, Jordan, to gather and to purchase their gifts that they were bringing to the Christ child. So... There's always been some of that. The ache that we have is that the commercial sometimes seems to distract and sometimes seems to confuse the real meaning of Christmas. And so that's what we seek to to reach for at this time of year. And so there can be this collision between the sacred and the secular. What, What is really going on at this time that we call Christmas? You know, sometimes I hear about Christians and they're offended when someone says, Happy Holidays in a store. And and some are are tempted to shoot back, Merry Christmas. (laughs) It does a whole lot of good, doesn't it? Uh, I was greeted the other day uh, in one of the stores where they still have checkers, the, the people who scan the stuff and they back... Have you heard of this? Yeah, still a few places. And they said to me, Merry Christmas. And I said, Merry Christmas. God bless you. But we kind of get into that struggle of, you know, should we give into this holiday thing? Uh, and, and, And we try to focus things a little more tightly. I've even had people say, I'm not going to have a Christmas tree. I'm not going to have, you know, talk about Rudolph or Santa or any of those things because that's all the secular stuff. I was thinking about it, though, and I thought, why are we so threatened? You know, if I read my Bible, I mean, do we believe our Bible? Because in our Bible, let me just read you a couple of, these aren't the traditional readings for this night. 
But Philippians 2 says, Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. That's only one place. Romans says it is written, As I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall confess to God. Revelation 5, at the very end of the Bible, the end of everything. And I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and in the sea and all that is in them saying to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be blessing and honor and glory and might forever and ever. Ephesians says it this way. When the times will have reached their fulfillment to bring all things in heaven and on earth together under one head, even Christ. I'm confident because of the testimony of the Bible that every image, symbol, icon of our age is going to bow to the one head, Jesus Christ. And that is what the crash is really all about. I don't think there's anything that we need to worry about in this, you know, as far as this secular overshadowing the sacred or, or, or the sacred being so powerful that it's going to take over our worship set. Oh, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Wait just a minute. Excuse me, sir. How did you get in here? You, you can't come in here. We're having a worship service. Oh, of course you have. That's why I'm here. I wouldn't miss it. You, you do know who I am. Well, of course. <laughs> I, I know who you are. Uh, but but how, how did you get past our security? We have security out in the lobby. Security? You mean little Johnny Brooker? <laughs> he just let me right in. Oh, I see. Well... <laughs> I never heard him called that, but I'm going to have to remember that one. I'll probably try it. Um, well, I, I just wanted to, to ask you, you know, maybe I should use that one. Uh, <laughs> Don't count on it. Okay. But Santa, I have to ask, isn't it sort of a busy night for you? Why, I mean, why would you come here? Of course it is, but why wouldn't I come here? I have to begin first. It is never too busy to come for this. And how else can I begin my night of giving? Well, so, let me get this straight. You believe in this? Of course I do. The greatest gift ever given. That's what this night is all about. And I, there's no other way I can begin my busiest night of the year without being right here. I have to say I'm a little bit startled, uh, Mr. Claus or Mr. Nick or... Look, what, what do you mean, Pastor? You did, re you did read your Bible. Oh, yeah. That's right. That place where it says, Every, every knee will bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God. I think you're right. Dear Lord and Father, we just thank you for the greatest gift ever given to us. Amen. Amen. Well, it is a really busy night for me, and, and I need to get going. Yeah, you know, oh, Santa, oh, oh. Santa, don't rush off. Oh. You know, my iPad's been acting up oh. a little bit. <laughs>
and I was wondering if maybe well, let, just a minute, let me check my list first. Oh, no, no, no. Don't check the list. <laughs> Not here in front well, of everybody. I've got to get going. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to all. And to all a good night. You know, it, it really occurred to me that uh, that is what the crash is all about. There's a scripture, the Apostle Paul put it this way, and I'll read it off the back screen. To the weak, I became weak to win the weak. I have become all things to all men so that by all possible means I might save some. I wonder if maybe we should engage the culture instead of resist it. Maybe we should approach the culture and see if there's a way to bring Christ to people around us. Let's pray together. Father God, I thank you for the blessing of Christmas, Christmas Eve, the blessing of the many joyous things in our culture. And I pray that you might show us, teach us the way that you would have us touch the hearts and the lives of those around us. In Jesus' name, amen.